Welcome to Hot Breath Comedy Fam. On Monday, May 13th, I am teaching a clean comedy workshop. The last four I have taught sold out very quickly, so if you wanna learn about clean comedy, the business side, where the line is, how to write clean comedy, go to the link in the description of this episode, and we'll see you there. What's goody, Hot Breath the Verse? Welcome back to Hot Breath, the show where you learn comedy from the pros. Today's episode is with the winner of our June $100 Joke Contest, Vancouver comic Jordan Wilson. Every month, graduates of our Comedy Writing Masterclass compete in this contest to win $100 and an interview on Hot Breath Podcast. So if you're looking to level up your comedy writing, go into the description of this episode, join our Writing Masterclass, and maybe you will hear yourself on this podcast next month. Hot Breath. But now there's nothing left to do except inhale a hot breath with Jordan Wilson. I don't get sick very often, but people keep asking me how the chemo is going. Yeah? And, and then I, I tell them I don't have cancer and they're like, that's a spirit. That's a, that's a positivity that's going to get you through this. Like, have you ever had an old lady offer you her seat on the bus? I've had three. And one of them was like, no, 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 you take it. You're much closer to death than I am. I'm like, just for that, yeah, I am going to take it. Right? Like, I feel fine. I, I feel fine, but apparently people don't think I look fine. Like, I was, uh, I was having dinner at a steakhouse with a buddy of mine. Uh, he orders the porterhouse, and then the waiter turns to me, and for you, ginger ale and crackers? Like, do you think you could keep that down? You know, if you're up for it, maybe work up to a soup. You know, and then after the meal, he comes back, and he's all impressed with my appetite. Like, oh, you ate the whole thing. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, my friends are always trying to make plans for when I get my strength back. Like, I mean, I don't even need Uber because ambulances just see me walking down the street and they just pull over for me. Welcome your June champion, Vancouver's own Jordan Wilson, everyone. Woo, woo, woo. Let's go. What's up, Jordan? What's up? Thank you for having me. Thanks for waking up to do this. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's 7 a.m. here on the West Coast, and uh, Keller Reeves wanted me to mention, wanted me to shout him out for waking up at 7 a.m. to watch this, so shout out Keller Reeves, uh, shout out Keller Reeves for uh, hosting uh, his mic for me to film my set at, so uh, yeah, couldn't have happened without you, bud. Great job, and, and Jordan's one of these cats who's, you've been competing in these contests since the early days, and... I, like my wife and I watch all the submissions and it was a thrill when you stopped using a hammer as a microphone. I think we really stopped seeing you as a serial killer and more as a comedy killer when you used to, he used to perform with a microphone <laughs> that was a hammer. I, I still do. That's what I rehearse with, you know, like what I, I, I rehearse my kitchen. Uh, one second. Ah! <laughs> 
Hilarious. Just imagine so, uh, Gordon uh, holding uh, a <laughs> into my hammer, and uh, there we go. Doesn't look like a serial killer at all with that. That's hilarious. I love it. What um? So tell me, tell me. First off, congratulations, Jordan. Congratulations, man. It sounds like you're out there grinding it. Um, even when you posted your set, Keller chimed in and said like how much you've been killing it in your scene. What what's the grind like for you out there, fam? What you what you up to over there? Um, I'm just doing whatever I can, uh, when I can, you know, just, uh, getting up whenever they let me. Um, I, uh, I hosted a weekly open mic every Monday. Uh, oh, that's then, awesome. yeah. And then I, uh, I also do uh, a monthly show second Wednesday of the month, um, a monthly like booked, uh, show, uh, sort of we do it pro-am style and, uh, that sort of thing. So yeah. Um, and then, yeah, just get up on any, you know, uh, open mics or, or book shows whenever I can. So yeah, just, we're all just doing the best we can. So you're, you're hosting a weekly open mic and a monthly showcase. Yes. Yeah. Let's go. Hot breath. Alchia. Let's go. Watch out Vancouver. Yo, that's awesome, man. Congrats to you, Jordan. That's a lot of work, man. I salute to you diving headfirst in this comedy game. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, no, it's, it, uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll just say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, for anyone that runs a show, they understand Jordan's reaction right there of just, yeah, yeah. Running your own show is, I, I think every comic should do it, but it, it is a lot of work. And then you get into it and you're like, what have I done sometimes, you know? But yeah. you're, it helps you develop that much faster. So, and, and it's showing in the set you did today. So, uh, salute to you for winning. Oh, and Mookie called you Thor, God of comedy for using oh, the okay. hammer. So I like that. <laughs> I, I was going to say, cause the first thing I thought it was hair and I'm like, well, no, yeah. like the opposite of Thor. you know, like Thor has, Thor has flow. And I, I am anti flow. So what, 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 what happened with this set? I mean, it was a great set. Um, so, but the theme is health. So then how did you start to develop this set? Kind of the theme is health. Okay. Where do you start and how did you develop the set? Um, it, it was a little serendipitous because, uh, the day that the theme came out, um, the right 10 word of the day was sick. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so that, that first joke, the, the first part of the first joke, uh, w was actually my right 10 joke that day. Uh, it, I, I wrote, um, you know, uh, I don't get sick very often, but people keep asking me how the chemo is going. Um, like just that first part. And then I think later on in the day, uh, you know, when I was at work, I, I came up with the, you know, the, the other tags to it, wrote it down or whatever. Um, and it was just one of those, uh, it's one of those magical jokes that work the first time, every time, um, like, mm -hmm. you know, every time I've done that joke, uh, like that, that set, it was the only time that I got an applause break for it, but it always got like a good pop. Um, and so I, I, so right away I knew that I had my first joke. I'm like, okay, I'm going to lead off with that. Um, uh, and then, you know, I did like anything else. I tried to explore the other themes. Uh, I, I did explore sort of a, a, a working out theme like Aaron did, like, you know, how I don't work out anymore. Um, it, I also explored, uh, you know, the reason why I look like this is because I don't get sleep. So I explored the lack of sleep thing. Uh -huh. um, and I never quite found anything among those that I, you know, that, 
that I, I, I could really run with. Like I could still work, I'll still work on some of those, but uh, like I just couldn't quite get them together ready. So I finally kind of said, cause I, I kept doing this joke um, and it kept working and I'm like, okay, like I remember, um, you know, on YouTube, there's that uh, talking funny uh, with, uh, uh, with CK, Ricky Gervais, Jerry Seinfeld and um, Chris, Chris Rock. Rock. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, at one point, Louis, he says, like, uh, you know, when uh, when a bit is working, stay in the bit. Uh, and so I thought, OK, how can I do that? How can I just kind of how can I hit this same note over and over and over, and over again? Like sort of, um, you know, I basically I'm not sick, but people think I'm sick. And um, so what I ended up doing was just. Um, the old Jerry Corley top 10 list. Uh, I think it was like top 10 signs that I look sickly. And uh, that's how I came up with all the other stuff. Like the, you know, uh, actually I might even have it sitting right here somewhere. Um, What was it? Top 10 signs. I look sickly. Uh, People keep asking me how the chemo's going. Old ladies offer me their seat on the bus. Ambulances pull over for me. Waiters ask me, are you keeping everything down okay as to every as opposed to, you know, like, oh, is everything tasting good or whatever? Uh-huh. Waiters ask, and for you, ginger ale and crackers, I don't get bathrobes as gifts, I get hospital gowns. Uh, <laughs> uh, people don't ask me if I've got the time, they ask me how much time I've got. Uh, <laughs> that, that, one, that one sounded very Rodney Dangerfield, like, oh, you know, I get no respect, no respect. Yeah, 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 they yeah. ask me if I've got the time, they ask me how much time I've got, oh. Mm-hmm. um last two we're down we're down to three. Oh, sorry last three my friends have pictures of them taking care of me for their tinder profiles uh my first my friends suggest all sorts of activities for when i get my strength back and then i get uh, entire bus rows to myself so yeah I, I just sort of took my favorites and you know kind of uh tweaked them into jokes and 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 then those worked uh you know the like I think when I filmed that set, I think it was like the s- second time I had tried it. And then I also tried it in uh, the Riff Room and Joan's Room, and, and uh, they seemed to like him. So that's what I ended up going with in the end. Yeah, and Sandy said the two weeks instead of one week to get the set ready. She said she got to perform it on stage a few times to like kind of yeah. get it ready to record. So it sounds like the two weeks maybe helped kind of get more refinement out of it. Definitely helped me because, um, yeah, like I, I'm one of those people, too, where I feel like my process is a little bit longer. Like, I mean, sometimes I'll just sort of I'll, I'll come up with a premise and I won't know my exact angle or whatever it is yet. And sometimes I just kind of, you know, leave it for a bit and then a day or two later it'll come to me or sometimes a week later or sometimes who knows. So, um you know, like, I, yeah, I, I like the two weeks because it, it just gave me the chance to kind of, uh, I guess, maybe do things my my way a bit more rather than, OK, I've got to come up with something right now, you know. Right. Good. OK, yeah, good. I mean, that was the goal, hopefully, to give people more time to, like, develop it into material that will translate to, like, beyond this month. But they're writing mm-hmm. material that you'll still be doing and developing and, you know, like four months, six months, you know, so. I'll say that too, because uh, that that's what this contest has definitely given me is like uh, every month, um, you know, some months are better than others. Some months, you know, you come up with better stuff than others. But I think just about every month, uh, there's been at least something that I've taken from this contest that I that I do on stage and that is part of my, 
you know, material now. Like sometimes it's not always the whole 90 seconds. Sometimes it might be one, just one joke, but yeah. other times, yeah, it's like close to, or the entire thing. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I get something out of this contest every month for sure. Yeah. And you do it consistently as well, which it just pays off because sometimes it is magical. A joke happens. Like you said, your opening joke, you're like, oh, wow, I wrote it. It works first time, like boom. And then other times it's like, you know, it could take months to figure out the the funny angle on something. But that's joke writing, mm -hmm. you know, just the more you do it, the better you'll get at it. But it does require that repetition. For sure. So what as we um start to land this plane here, is there is there any... um. You've been out of here on this comedy grind a little bit. How long have you been doing it now? Uh, I'm, I'm right at two years of mm -hmm. performing. Uh, like I started in October of 2019. But I mean, during the pandemic, there was nine months in there that everything was shut down. Like, because I, I was about five months in when, um, when the pandemic hit. Uh, and then here in Vancouver, we were off for, for three months and then things opened up again. Um, for about six and then they closed down again for another six and then uh, we've been back since so like like when I was five months in and then you're off for three months I can't really say I've been doing it eight months right like yeah you know? yeah so, so I always have trouble ha answering that question because it's like well okay and then do all the math here but yeah I, I when people ask me now I, I say I've been doing it two years because that's how long I've really been performing you know a question I've been getting asked a lot lately is about like how to even get on stage for the first time and things like that. So like for you, you're somewhat newer, but you're like integrated into your scene now. So like, what would be your advice for someone thinking about getting on stage or too scared to, or just not knowing where to start? Like what, what kind of, what would you tell them? At the end, of, I mean, at the end of the day, just do it, you know, just, uh, you know, and, you know, people have different ways. I mean, you know, you see some people who, you know, bring a group of friends out to their first mic and, and, you know, that's fine. And, you know, have your support system there or whatever. Um, for me, um, like, like I, it, it kind of eased into it a little bit with me because like, I, I, I had been writing, uh, before I did stand up, like, like scripts, you know, uh, you know, movies, pilots, that sort of stuff. Uh, and I just got really intrigued with uh, the stand up process. I started going to local shows and that sort of thing. Um, and then um, I, I eventually found like a local class. Um, oh, hey, pl quick plug, laughterzone101.com. Uh, you know, uh, Jan Bannister is the, the instructor there. And um, so, yeah, I decided, okay, I'm going to take the class, um, you know, just to sort of learn about the process, about uh, how comedians develop a bit and that sort of stuff. And, and, and then, you know, at the end of the, at the end of the, what, six weeks that it was, you have the class showcase or whatever. So I went through the class. Um, I did the showcase and just wanted to keep going. I, I enjoyed it and wanted to keep going. Um, Cause yeah, before I, like I was confident, I thought, you know, like, okay, I'm sure I could write something that will eventually be funny, but the idea of going up on stage, like, Oh no, no, no. Like, uh, you know, that, that's, you know, uh, that, that's just unfathomable. Uh, but, but, uh, <laughs> So, so, so the class was what eased me into it, because uh, basically every class is just sort of a very supportive open mic, you know, if, uh, the teacher tells you, you know, uh, hey, write 10 jokes for next week, you get up, you do your 10 jokes um, in front of the class, and then next week, okay, hey, 10 more, and over the six weeks, you compile your five minutes, uh, and um, so, so yeah, like, the class eased me into it, and then I did the first showcase, and then the very next 
uh, night I did sort of like an amateur night at a, at another, uh, comedy show, um, uh, Ross and comedy, Susie Ross, and all another plug, you know, just, hey, I love it. everybody here. Yeah, of course. Um, but, uh, but yeah. And then yeah, after that second one, then I just started hitting the open mics and, and, uh, and then, uh, and then I didn't get another laugh for three months. I, I, got <laughs> calling, uh, and, uh, that, that would be my, that would be my other advice. Uh, cause yeah, I mean, you know, like I remember when things, um, kind of came back for good, there was, there was like an influx of new people because I think a lot of people were sitting around the pandemic. Well, what do I want to do with my life? Right. And, right. Yeah. Stand up. Uh, so we, we had a lot of new people <laughs> who, uh, I haven't seen, uh, you know, in, you know, of course in months, but, uh, you know, like I remember saying, saying to one guy kind of, you know, like, um, cause they can definitely be intimidating at first here. You have like this group of, uh, you know, comedians who all seem to know each other and they're all comfortable and you kind of feel like the, the new kid at school or whatever, you, you know, um, you, you know, that sort of thing. My, my advice for that, for anybody who feels like sort of out of place, like just keep showing up, um, you know, it, it, cause it'll, it'll do a few things. Number one, um, you know, people start to get to know you, you'll get to know them. So you'll get a more, bit more comfortable. Um, so it won't be as intimidating. Number two, they'll see that, Hey, this person really is serious. Cause like I said, you know, there's, there's, you see so many people at open mics that you just see once or twice or three times and then never again. So if you just keep showing up, then they'll say, okay, Hey, this person's taking it seriously. And they'll start to let their guard down around you a little bit. And then three, they'll, they'll get to know your sense of humor because the better they know you and your sense of humor, uh, the more likely you are to sort of get a laugh and that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, for people starting, um, you know, it, at the end of the day, I, and I think you agree, Joel, just one way or another, just suck it up and do it. And after that, just keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. It's overcoming that initial hurdle. And mm-hmm. then it's, yeah, then it's consistency after that. But really overcoming that initial hurdle will let you know whether or not you want to keep doing it. Like so many people are like, should I, or should I not? Or do I want to, or do I not? You doing it once will answer the question of whether or not you want to keep doing it or not. So that's really the only way to actually know is to get on that stage. Oh, and Dino said great advice. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like I remember during those first three months when I'm eating bag of dicks after bag of dicks. Bag. Sorry, I almost swore. I don't want to get leave um, <laughs> it together here. That, that's, that's basically how it was. You know? Hey, Jordan, here you go. Here's here's the sign up list, and here's your bag of dicks to eat up on stage. And <laughs> okay, yes, thank you very much. Thank you. May I have another? It's like whoa, pace yourself. You know? Part of the process, my friend. Well, where? Um, congrats on winning, dude. Where can people like follow you or reach out? You dropped some serious bars right there. I just want to say so. Um, salute to you for not only like out there grinding, but also like learning and retaining what you're doing and applying it. You know, it's not just out there blindly, but you're actually like working at this. And I love seeing that and it's really showing. So um, where, where can people like follow you or like reach out to you with more questions, you know, like where, where, where can we put your Jordan Wilson shine? Um, well, I mean, I'm part of the, part of the hot breath group. I mean, uh, you can always uh, message me on Facebook. Um, you know, uh, my, my show has an Instagram account, uh, at speakeasy stand-up comedy. Uh, Ooh. so you can always follow us there. 
Um, yeah, my, my producing partner, uh, told me when we started the show, yeah, you're going to need to join Instagram. I'm like, yeah, I'll get on that. And we're what, eight months in or something like that. And I still have not, um, you know, but, uh, I, I really do need to get on that whole promoting myself thing, you know, uh, you know, it's, people yeah, know. I mean, dude, it's, it's one thing at a time, you know what I mean? It's like, there's so many freaking things to do. It's like, you know, getting funny first is a great place to start. That, that, that is sort of my thing is like, okay, I want to, I want to have a product worth promoting before I start promoting it. But at the same time, you know, um, you know, if you get a following, you know, um, then it, it leads to more stop spots. It means leads to more stage time because oh. yeah, if, if, you know, uh, there are people in the scene who are pretty new, but are getting spots because they're able to bring people to shows and that sort of thing. And of the, course. yeah, no, I, when 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 your family doesn't even know that you do stand up, um, it's kind of hard to. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm uh, I'm excited to kind of know you since the beginning of your journey and to really see how much and how much you're doing already. It's um, it's very inspiring. And I hope other comics hear this and kind of get inspired to really start taking their game to the next level as well. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, this this group has been great. This contest has been great. Um yeah, I mean, it's probably affected in ways uh, that I can't even think of that I don't even know. But yeah, I mean, the Right 10 Club every day, you know, just helps develop that joke writing, just uh, just that tight setup punch, um, you know, uh, you know, joke writing. And then, yeah, like I said, this contest every month, like I get I get at least something out of this contest every month. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of my stuff uh, that I do on stage now as part of my regular stuff um is stuff that i uh, initially wrote in here so yeah i mean th th this has been great for me there you have it hot brethren and sister and if you want to level up your comedy writing game our writing masterclass teaches you not only joke writing fundamentals but also how to organize a tight five minute set so to join that it is linked in the description of this episode where yes you also get automatically entered into next month's contest where you could win a hundred bucks and end up on the podcast so go hit that link in the description of the video and we'll see you next month this episode of hot breath is sponsored by our patreon if any of our content has helped your comedy career join our patreon linked in the show notes and get positive comedy karma for life probably